Welcome to FedScoop's podcast series on IT security in government, underwritten this week by Okta and Amazon Web Services. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash, and in today's episode, we're talking about how an Okta AWS partnership is helping government agencies modernize identity management and build a more secure cloud infrastructure. Our first guest today is Andrew Welchel, a principal sales engineer at Okta with more than 15 years of security experience. Andrew's focus is on citizen and employee identities, and he works with federal government partners to reduce cyber risk and accelerate cloud modernization. Andrew, thanks for joining us and welcome to the program. Thank you, Wyatt. And also joining us today is Dimitri Kagansky, Senior Solutions Architect with AWS. Dimitri works with government organizations to help them with their cloud journeys. Prior to AWS, he held a number of technical and managerial roles, including federal CTO for Quest Software and executive roles at Star to Star Communications and Avpoint. Dimitri, thanks for joining us as well. Thank you, Wyatt. I'm happy to be here. Well, the pandemic was a forcing agent that caused agencies to really rethink identity and how employees connected to their agency systems and resources. It's also led to a greater emphasis on cloud-based services. So as a result, agencies are looking more holistically at how they manage identity across the enterprise while still complying with federal identity and credentialing rules. Andrew, let's start with you. How can agency leaders ensure that they're adhering to federal identity, credential, and access management, or so-called FICAM policies, while also improving their overall security as they continue to expand their use of cloud services. Yes, thank you, Wyatt. So there's a document, OMB 1917, released a year or two ago, that does provide some really great high-level guidance in this space. Uh, this document points to and highlights the importance of modern aspects of ICAM, certainly including things like governance, but also certainly things like multi-factor authentication, access controls, and protection of users through extension of attributes and provisioning of attributes into application stacks. Great examples of these are application stacks like AWS console and control tower. Uh, certainly, as we're moving to the cloud, that type of guidance helps us provide some guardrails to make sure we can rapidly modernize, but also do that within the governance. One other note really quickly is that this guidance also really gave us a path both for improving the agency and uh, public citizen um, access to resources. Well, security is obviously top of mind for government leaders. Dimitri, how does the speed and agility in cloud give agencies actually an edge against threat actors? And what role does segmentation and identity play in that? Yeah, so, you know, at AWS, security is definitely job zero for everyone. We want to make sure we bring that across to our customers as well. One of the things that's interesting with cloud is the fact that you can segment things in a lot of different ways. And first and foremost, you can segment all of your workloads out. So if you've got multiple systems, multiple applications with a lot of different data and they don't need to be interconnected, segmenting them actually cuts down on what we call the blast radius. That if something does happen, if there's some sort of bad actor or some sort of breach or any sort of mishap, that the blast radius is localized to just that one workload. So segmentation helps in that respect. The other way it helps is through segmenting access, right? So working with tools like Okta, you can now start to segment who has access to which data in a much more granular fashion than you can in an on-prem type of environment. Well, I'd like to ask both of you this next question. How does the FedRAMP authorization really help agencies? And what does that mean in terms of how quickly agencies can now pilot new cloud applications and services and roll them out to the public? Andrew, let me start with you. 
Sure. So this very much kind of goes back to speed and agility is very much key to secure responses and even is enabled in, in some of the prior documents we mentioned. But this is kind of a different flavor of the speed and agility again. So from the speed question, besides actual deployment times, there's always that timeline requirement for authorization to operate or an ATO. By using FedRAMP authorized services, uh, such as those from Okta and AWS, you can accelerate your ATO time and uh, using pre-position and documented controls you'd otherwise have to do manually and separately. And really, when we talk about this ATO, it's, it's not just about getting the application stood up and running, but it's about speed and agility to get that application ready to use for the users themselves. Dimitri, from your perspective at AWS, give us a flavor for how the FedRAMP authorization really does give agencies a little bit of a head start. Yeah, it actually does quite a lot for the agencies because we've taken the time to get those ATOs for the services already. An agency can obviously confidently come in and start using those services right out of the box. The other thing that it really allows for is for the agencies to experiment with services they may not have considered. We've gone ahead and gotten ATOs for a whole range of services, not just the ones that an agency might be interested in. And so that experimentation often leads to much better results where they have much more variety, much more flexibility in how they're systems are deployed. Dimitri, let me follow up on that a little. You know, many agencies obviously are still reliant on their own dedicated data centers. Can you share an example maybe of how agencies are using the cloud to better manage information and access privileges as they look to modernize their data centers and their users' access? Yeah, one of the biggest use cases I've seen across a wide array of government agencies is actually uh, using the cloud for a lot of analytics work and a lot of large scale work that just is very difficult to do on prem. So we actually have quite a few customers that may have some sort of transactional workload where things are happening on prem on a regular basis, but then they're funneling that data out to the cloud where they could start to aggregate it, analyze it, and do more with it, and actually extend out how much information they have available to them. And again, using tools like Okta, they can then provide very discrete access, both from the on-prem side and the cloud side as to who has access to which data. Andrew, back to you. The Okta Identity Cloud was recently released in the AWS marketplace. What exactly does Okta Identity Cloud provide compared to your other offerings? And why should agency leaders pay attention to this new partnership? The Okta Identity Cloud fundamentally provides an identity as a service, as a SaaS service to customers. So this certainly used to be the service that you'd have to install servers inside of data centers for compute and storage, et cetera. But this is now all handled in the cloud. But at the same time, it is ready to operate and support government customers and the community because it has those accreditations we talked about before. As an example, Okta provides an easy setup for services like single sign-on, multi-factor. Uh, this is including PIV and CAC access and access to multiple types of applications. Uh, for example, AWS applications such as uh, console access, EKS, Redshift, Control Tower, API, Gateway, and, and many more. And, and we highlight that uh, these are not just access to the applications, certainly getting to it, but also is actually accessing the data inside of it as well. So certainly that power gives you a capability for speed and agility. And really from that, agency leaders uh, should pay attention because this really does represent a potential for even more speed and agility for the agency with these two leaders in modern cloud, AWS and Okta, working together. 
Looking ahead, let's talk a little bit about what agencies should be planning for in the way of advances in identity and access management, especially as agencies continue to adopt zero trust approaches to security. And they're also trying to modernize and centralize a lot of their operations. Dimitri, maybe you could take that one first. Yeah, some of the things I'm seeing now with a lot of agencies is paying more attention to even the time window that users have access to certain resources. So not only are you looking at that segmentation we talked about earlier of what access to which data and and in what fashion, but also for how long. And I think that's going to be one of the things that starts coming up more and more is having more discrete, limited access and just time windows of when people can access different resources. And Andrew, your additional thoughts on that? Yes. So the agency should definitely be looking to integrate identity into those policies. Uh, Just like Demetri said, some of those time policies are certainly very interesting. And when they look at this, they should be looking from everything from mobile API access, the actual data, uh, and even zero trust policy. They should really also be looking to integrate their identity platform, all those services we kind of talked about before, but do that with a dynamic context so that it makes it very easy to blend that into zero trust policies. There's definitely been a lot of maturation in that activity with some NIST models that are out there now. But in the future, and really even now, you should definitely expect to see the ability to dynamically reach into applications, but even more importantly, in real time, provide access to a mix of identity attribute information and then pull that into AI machine learn context. Well, those are some great points. I'm afraid we're going to have to leave it there for today, though. Andrew Welchel and Dimitri Kagansky, thanks so much for joining us to talk about identity management and security in the cloud. Thank you, Wyatt. Yeah, thank you for having me. And thanks to Okta and AWS for underwriting today's episode. Look for more of our coverage on IT security in government on fedscoop.com and subscribe to our FedScoop radio channels on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. This is Wyatt Cash. Thanks for tuning in.